welcome to chapter 20 of The King's Secret. We returned to the school with a day to spare. Alfred and I decided to visit Malia. She was ecstatic with our gift, hugging both of us tightly and screaming loud enough to impair our hearing. Her reaction frightened the other board members who came running to their offices from nearby. What's going on? Gurna asked out of breath. Malia held up the dried herbs and squealed with excitement as she laughed. Her jovial reaction had helped Torkin's depressed mood significantly. Well, Cyprian's voice shot through me like a dagger, erasing the smile from my face instantly. That's quite a find. Where did you take your vacation, Master Gurn? That's not important, dear. Ada's term of endearment towards him felt like a sucker punch to the gut. Congratulations, Malia. I can't wait to see the real you again. Stay. I mouthed to Torkin, who hovered just over Malia's shoulder. He blinked twice, letting me know he understood. I turned to face the group that had gathered by the door, offering them a bow as I always had. Please excuse me. I need to tend to my laundry from the trip before it becomes sentient and tries to eat the school. Me too. Alfred laughed, playing along. Who knows what we picked up on that pirate ship? Ugh! I allowed some of my real emotions through as I rolled my freshly healed shoulder. I know what picked me up. She was pretty enough, but I'm not really fond of fish. Alfred laughed, but the board members looked at me in terror. Minus the two that I already knew. Ada clearly didn't like that I'd described the siren as pretty. Sirens, man. Too many teeth. You saw a siren. Cyprian seemed a little too interested. Saw? Malia reached for me. It sounds like it bit you. Let me see that. I backed out of her reach. I can assure you, mistress, I'm fine. No need to pull my clothes off. Malia huffed and blushed, but left me be as Alfred led the charge through the group. We'll be off then. It's good to see everyone again. The group wished us well, and I made it into the hall without incident. Then I heard Cyprian address my pixie. So, where have you been, bug? Haven't seen you for a few days. Every muscle tensed as I spun, ready to knock his teeth in. Alfred grabbed my arm and hissed, Don't do it! I met Ada's terrified gaze as she looked behind Cyprian's back. Don't. Her voice rang inside my mind. Torkin will be fine. I shook Alfred off, straightened my coat, and walked away. Thankful none of the others had seen that. I was shaking with rage by the time we reached the dormitory stairs. I wanted to kill him. You okay, man? Alfred asked, concern riddling his features. No, I growled as we climbed. Our favorite leprechaun met us in the common area of my pod. I suddenly realized how tan Carlin had gotten. Christ, Owen, what lit a fire under your ass? What do you think? I asked sarcastically. Damn. Carlin looked me over. Want some cider? Might help you relax. I sat on the couch in the commons area and groaned, dropping my head into my hands. No thanks. I'm not going to be able to do this, guys. Let's go to my room. 
Carlin looked about, then whispered, There are already other students here. Due to the confidential nature of Carlin's RA status, his room was permanently enchanted with a privacy charm. Our friend group had taken advantage of this many times. He closed the door, and I let out a frustrated scream, startling both of them. Sorry, I just... You have to try and remain calm, Owen, Carlin stated plainly. We know you want to kill him. It's literally a natural feeling for you. He has your mate. He's a danger to your pixie. He fucked up your fey family history. I want to kill him on your behalf. But you have to stick to the plan. Ada's freedom depends on it, Alfred added. You can last two months. You have to. Just the sound of his voice sets me off, I groaned, slumping down into Carlin's beanbag chair. Again, Carlin sat next to me on the couch. That's natural. You're done with your coursework, so you don't even have to go to class. Just avoid him. I nodded and took a deep breath. The distance from Cyprian helped immensely. (sighs) I think I'll take that cider after all. We drank until dinner time. I, of course, was completely smashed at that point. The haziness of intoxication made it easy to ignore everything. Torkin didn't find it amusing and decided to scold me in front of the whole table. I just ignored him. Well, this table looks well-rested and tanned. Ada's voice soothed me. (laughs) Welcome back, everyone. I leaned back to look at her, a stupid smile on my face as I clung to the underside of the table, amused that she was upside down. Who are you? The woman beside her giggled, and I knew instantly. Master Aisley, are you drunk? I sat up and spun around, taking in the beautiful slender woman before me. Yes, but I'm not that drunk. The comfrey worked? Malia giggled and jumped with excitement. It did, it really did. Oh, I'm just so happy. I wanted to thank you guys again. And I wanted to ask if you'd forgotten to give me something. Ada looked me over. God, I wanted to kiss her. No. I knew she was referring to the pixie. Seve will be staying on the island for a while. Ada pouted. Malia questioned. Seve? My pixie... Ada said sadly. She'd obviously been excited to meet the little one. Oh, Malia frowned. That's probably for the best, dear. I don't think Torkin would ever forgive me if anything happened to her. I smiled. Or myself, he grumbled. Malia's eyebrows shot up. Wait a minute! Yes? Torkin hissed, and we're not talking about it. Jeez, Malia laughed. I get it. Wow, Owen, that's a lot of fruit. Why don't you have any protein on there? I looked at my tray. I hadn't thought much about what I was picking up when I'd gone through the line, but it was definitely lacking for the diet of a human. (laughs) Because I'm drunk. I couldn't say it was because I'd gotten rid of my human soul. Ada scowled. I could feel her current irritation with me. Alfred, is this your fault? Don't look at me, 
Alfred's slurred words didn't help his case. <laughs> it's my fault, Carlin piped up. He, uh, <laughs> needed a relaxer. Yes! I pointed at him a bit too dramatically. That I fucking did. So dignified, your highness. Ada's double entendre and disapproving tone snapped me out of my intoxicated fog instantly. One can only be so dignified when caught in my position. I felt my anger welling up again. You need to leave. Fighting my instinct to touch her was starting to hurt. I now understood the physical pain she'd been in before. It was miserable. Hurt flashed across her face. Malia gently grabbed her shoulders and turned her away from us. He's right, dear. This isn't the time or place for this. Ada tried to say something, but I turned away from her, rubbing the frustration from my face as they left. I laid my forehead on the table and spoke. I'm sorry, guys. I'm struggling. We know. Lena gently patted my arm. I think, I said aloud, I'll visit my brother tonight. He needs to know everything that's happening. I thought you were out of berries, Alfred asked. Who says I plan to visit as a bird? I looked up and smiled. You'll be arrested, Esta hissed. If I'm caught, maybe. I sipped my water and munched on my fruit mound. But a month in jail wouldn't be so bad. I'm already in hell. Not funny, Alfred scowled. How do you plan to get there? Mora asked. I've gotten a lot stronger, I stated flatly. A portal to the palace should be easy enough. Do you really think your soul can handle that? Torkin asked with concern. We'll just have to find out. I smiled down at his disapproving scowl. This concludes Chapter 20 of The King's Secret. I hope you enjoyed this reading, and I hope you'll return for Chapter 21. And I will see you all next time. Bye-bye!